Hello everyone and welcome to episode 13 of Funky Baz and Face. On the back of our most listened episode, episode 12 with Josh Bray, pretty excited to record our next one and still thinking about that Josh Bray episode, boys. That was fantastic. Baz, welcome. Face, welcome. Oh, it's great to be here. I've got a, a tummy full of Golden Boy, which was just a delicious meal. <laughs> Best restaurant in Adelaide. Probably need to clarify that, but um, no, what a great... Yeah, I think you do, actually. <laughs> a, great, a great night uh, with the folks tonight, boys. Uh, episode 13, welcome. We are sitting in our car, and now our brothers and sisters can't really picture this, but we're sitting in our car. We've got our parents crammed in the back. We're all one big cosy, happy family. I think this mums is in be, the child seat. Mums in the child seat. Uh, this is going to be a real warm and fuzzy night tonight. I can just feel like there's going to be a lot of good, good uh, toing and froing here, boys. You probably need to introduce our special guest tonight, Funky. Seeing me sitting yes. either side of you in the back car. Wouldn't back I be proud car? of thinking that we are sitting here <laughs> recording this podcast middle in the car, middle-aged men, in the, yeah. in the middle of a week? <laughs> Haven't we yes. come a long way? We have. Makes him Welcome to Funky Face. Thank you, guys. They created us. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. Guys. yep. So uh, we've hey, asked. It can only go up, can't it? That's right. Well, absolutely. I. It's great to have them here. We asked Bryzy's sporting career, but they probably... Don't have that long. Yeah, no, no, no. And Magsy's sporting career, how'd we go with that? Uh, that was very ordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. And we I just... think I've gone from the driver's seat to now I'm in the kid's seat. So it's All right, that's enough out of you. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit there in the background. So last week's episode is Josh Bray, the Murrabit legend. Awesome, yes. awesome um, chat. People from Murrabit were all amongst us. We had 100 listens or downloads for last week. Yes. So very, very popular. Well done to our brothers and sisters. Bray gave yeah. some great stories. And yes. uh, hopefully we've got a few Murrabit listeners listening to us this week. Yep. Excited about this week's show, boys. I'm looking forward to it. Um, some new followers. So I've got uh, the great Brendan and Legsy Tahini. I spoke to BT during the week. Loves the podcast, boys. Yes. Uh, Legsy Tahini, when he's driving all around Air Peninsula for his uh, sample role, he listens to Funky Baz and Face. One of the great weddings we went to was Legsy's uh, wedding back in the day. Love that wedding. His young fella is actually uh, actually gun. Cameron, any, Cameron, any yeah, Cameron Tahini. So yeah. he's playing over at Ross Trevor at the moment. He's come in from Cleve, the Cleve Bombers, where some good players have played at Cleve. <laughs> and, some, <laughs> and, some and, some <laughs> and some bad ones. some bad ones and some overweight ones. Um, so he's over at Ross Trevor at the moment. What's he's his, coming in he, there. When's his draft year? Next uh, year? He's a year or two away. So, um, yeah, looking at... Uh, coming into a very, very nice career, actually. Uh, he's got a scholarship at the AIS, so uh, he's got oh, wow. a nice career ahead of him. Um, so looking forward good to seeing... Good times back with uh, Legs and Big BT back in the day. Very good. Very good uh, good cricketers as well. So yes. uh, the Tahini boys, we've got uh, bumped into Kane Somerville, who we talked about last week, so yes. on the flight to Melbourne. Uh, sitting down there, he walked past the aisle, we went, funky bass and face. <laughs> so uh, he quite liked a bit of our content. He liked a bit of Kane Corns um, content as well, so he wanted yes. to talk about that. And uh, George Caligiris, who's a uh, dad from um, my daughter's school, he had a listen. He said, you guys are not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was pretty Welcome. good. Welcome, George. You pronounced that name very well, too. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think it was wrong. Get that. <laughs> uh, the others, uh, we've got a, a couple off uh, Twitter, boys. Uh, Nathan Henry, obviously, good mate of Josh, who tuned in last week. Baz, you got a good story I've got a great Nathan? story about Nathan Henry. Okay, so he, picture this, right? You're down by five points in the grand final. He's playing for the Murrabit Blues, all right? Some, some guy, some other guy on their team gets a free kick 45 metres out with about 20 seconds to go. He goes down with an injury, 
Big Nate Henry takes the free kick. Mate. Now this he's a big he's a big boy. Fifty five meters out, goes bang straight through the goal. Siren goes. They win the grand final by a point. Is that one of the most that, great the, that's stories? The sort of followers we want. We, we should almost get Nate Henry on to talk about that story. Yeah, it is one of the great think, stories ever in Murrabit history. Goes back to a Would You Rather from about episode eight of Would You Rather uh, have a shot from and outside? Then or the guy that went down just got up and started celebrating. <laughs> but it, one of the great stories is Nate Henry kicking that from fifty-five out, and the Murrabit faithful went nuts. Yeah, fantastic. I like it. Uh, one other follower, Baz, uh, or actually two for you, uh, Jamie Nancaro and yes, Wayne Yes, yes, yeah, James' cousin, uh, cousin-in-law or some, on some the James side, relative. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, he loves his Port Power, loves his basketball, uh, loves his cycling, uh, but most of all, he loves Funky Baz and Face, which is great. So he's he's on board, and uh, Wayne Hately, uh, he's uh, silly enough to employ me for the last 12 years. Uh, Grey hair uh, man, but... Um, St Kilda supporter too, so... Yeah, unlucky. Mm. Unlucky. Yeah. But he uh, yeah, he loves the Audi seats at uh, LA Oval, and um, yeah, he, so he's, he's on board as well. So we've got a couple of other boys. Um, Todd Davey, who featured in our Tweet of the Week segment last week regarding his North Melbourne offer and got out a four-year, $1.5 million contract. Um, and actually, he features again later this uh, in this episode 13. So he's in very good Twitter form. Um, over on Facebook, we've got a bit of love on Facebook actually this week. Uh, Vicky Wellgrave, now she is actually a staunch port supporter. So we have uh, she works uh, at my work, travels to the games, part of the cheer squad. Uh, a brilliant lady, Vicky, and uh, and actually uh, funky. She was um, involved with the Ross Waite uh, event that you Very went good. to with Dad a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so she's an advocate against domestic violence uh, in her volunteering and speaking roles. So um, a very good uh, person, Vicky. Uh, Mudguts, Jared Payne. He oh, Muddy. On, on, Muddy. on board this week. Jeez, old oh, Muddy, back in the day, the 90s. Didn't even think Muddy would have a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you fam- famously say? Why would you go to the Grand Canyon? Just a hole in the ground. Oh, yes, yeah, he did say that. Uh, <laughs> I, with, I was worried you are going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Josh Bray's interview last night, it, I think with our 100 views, 100 listeners, um, the Bray clan got on board. So yes. Tim, Tim, uh, Josh listened to himself and uh, Dusty Lavery uh, got on board yes. and listened to our podcast. Dust, look forward to seeing you, Dust. Uh, Ryan Filsel, boys, Couchy, former uh, BDFC and Flinders Park footballer. and. Yes. Basically, he's a bodybuilder, boys. He's a massive human. He uh, liked a bit of our content last week. And a special shout-out to the Norris boys, Pistol Pete and Jimmy. He's pistols all over us. And Jimmy Norris, 83. They never let us down with Twitter and Facebook no. comments Good work, boys. Uh, during the week. Um, so shout-out to the brothers. I've got a challenge for them, though. They, uh, brother-in-law to Jimmy, Darren Stansbury, former Lobie and BDFC player. Oh. Maybe technologically shy, needs to uh, get in on our weekly segment. So to the Norris boys, uh, get on out there. Darren Stansbury, right? He went from Lobethal to Barossa. He played two years at Barossa Districts. We did not win a game in that two years, and then he left, and then we won six premierships. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine coming uh, to a club? That, that's like me, two years. He did not win a game in two mm. years at Barossa Districts. That is unbelievable, and then he left, and all that happened. So ripping, ripping fella, and maybe he was a good common, guy. common denominator. <laughs> well, <laughs> big Dazza Stansbury, yeah. come on, mate. Now, last week we talked about infiltrating the Bendigo Bank boys uh, through the Ghetto Blaster, but ne- neglectfully forgot to mention the Ghetto Blaster's wife, Kiralee Geddes. So, after some discussion about her admission uh, on Facebook during the week, not only did she say she's an avid listener, and she thinks Baz that you and I sound very familiar on the podcast, and so maybe we need to work on our voices um, in reflection she completely burnt me about shopping with the family in Audi so yes. York Baz's bake on my shopping habits 
has extended out into the public. So I mentioned to her um, that listening to Funky Baz and Face podcast was like uh, shopping at Audi, and she replied, "I don't think I'd um, don't think driving to visit family is the same as a family Audi trip, but I do know we've never been to the supermarket together." So completely smashed me there. So thanks for that. Very good face. Well done. We've got some big. Have you got some more? No, that's it, mate. <laughs> that's all good. good. Um, got some big segments tonight. I'm um, now Baz's bake. Spoilt for choice this week. Uh, I think he is just warming up for a massive one this week. Tweet of the week. I'm going to start with Would You Rather. It's going to have a finals theme. So I'm going to come up with some Would You Rathers. Tell me what you think. Would you rather back Collingwood to beat West Coast or Hawthorne to beat Richmond? Easily Collingwood to beat West Coast. They're a big chance, I reckon, Collingwood to beat West Coast. I don't think Kennedy's fit, is he? He's he's just come back in. Kennedy, darling. Collingwood's, Collingwood's a good side. Gaff. They won over there last week. Yeah, mm. I, I reckon they're a big chance. And what do you think? Or Opta Stadium. It's uh, do they call it the House of Pain anymore? I don't know, but yeah. it's um, still a tough road trip to go over there and to back up. But they got that week's break, so they're a big chance. I really rate Hawthorne. I think they're mm. a big chance to. Uh, make the upset Can of the round. Can you imagine if Richmond. Hawks win the flag this year? Yeah, big yeah. Clarkson would be yeah. some sort of Sir. Sir, yeah. what's his first name? Alistair. Alistair. Sir. <laughs> Alistair. And, and it would the, the cop out that you would have heard from us from about episode one or two about the rebuild would be officially yeah. over. Oh. There'd be no such thing as a rebuild. They talked about all the uh, top thirty picks that Hawthorne haven't had for the last ten years. Amazing. Um, yeah. Richmond. Are they right for the picking? They've won about 21 in a row at the MCG. This They're got, closest yeah, to their last. I agree. This has yeah. got 08 written all over it. Yeah. Geelong uh, beat that. You know, were the certainties to win, <clears throat> and Hawthorne come up with a fat Stuart Jew and and knocked them over on the grand final. Day. I reckon. Yeah. They are right. I totally mm. agree with that. Yeah. I think maybe they're a bit ahead of themselves, telling gags at half time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're right for the picking this year. Yeah. Could, could be. Two fascinating games, so I'm not sure which one to go, which is why I sent it over to you boys. Now, um, two teams that missed the eight this year. Would you rather have Port's list leading into next year or the Western Bulldogs? Brozzy? He wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) He he tuned out ten minutes ago. I think I nodded off then. Where are my boys? Port or Western Bulldogs to make the eight next year? I think I'd still go Port. Yeah, I would say Western Bulldogs. I reckon they're on the way back. Yeah, yeah, I I don't mind that one. Yeah, I don't mind that one. I reckon Port have got some soul searching to do. Mm. I think the Western Western Bulldogs. Would you rather have Geelong's list leading into next year or Essendon? Essendon for me. Essendon up and about, aren't they? Mm, I agree. There's talk yeah. about them getting a few recruits. Mm. I think they've had a great end of the year. But I think you can be fooled by that sometimes. A bit of soft games, there's no pressure on you. Mm. Sometimes, without the pressure, teams play better. So, I mean, might stay with the Cats for a couple more years. They've got an awesome midfield still. I think they might be getting uh, that guy from Dalhouse from uh, Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah. We've got one in from Farda. Fada, who's a new follower that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, so I love getting content. Would you rather be on the bench for the whole game of a grand final, play the last five minutes and win, or would you rather kick six goals in a grand final, be best on ground and lose? It's, it is a great would you rather. It's and a great and would I'll you tell rather. you why, and I won't mention names here, but in some of the Barossa premierships early on, 
No, not you, Faz. Oh. Um, there's a couple guys there. He that... never kicked six goals. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly came from the bench, though. Don't worry about no, that. No, there's a couple guys that didn't play a lot of game time, and it probably didn't mean as much to them, like in terms of the reunions and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's a tight one. I reckon you, you still obviously you still, want the win. You still go the medal. You, you, you want the win. Yeah. Can I say? Yeah. I think you have to play the game to celebrate the win. Yeah, well, that's a good call, Maxie. That's a good call. Because you've told me that. Yeah, you, you, do, you have to have some input. Mm. You feel like you need to have yeah. some If you go into that loser's party, you go up feeling pretty confident, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like you've... I kicked six. I did the best I could, yeah. boys, and you let yeah. me down. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's a great would you rather, so yeah. well done, Fada. Last one. Would you rather be the best-looking person in the room or the oh. smartest? There's, there's no doubt with this one. You go for the best-looking. Uh, without a doubt. Is that uh, personal um, experience? <laughs> well, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, no, no. May, I mean... <laughs> may, not be the, may not be the smartest, mate. <laughs> no, you have to be the best looking. I mean, like, smartest. What are you going to do? Talk no, about smart, uh, uh, algebra? The smartest always looks the best looking after a while, anyway. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what? Who? Um, Cameron Lang. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my point. Interesting, Mark. Uh, Brains over beauty, mate. I don't know. We've probably got a couple of examples. What do you think, mate? I think I'm going to go brains. You never know how many. Part of thinking about it is you never know how many people in the room. So if you've got two people in the room or three people or a hundred or a thousand, so... Depends uh, how dumb you are. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with... Look, uh, look at Ross Christie. Be- best looking person. Probably not the smartest, but best, best looking. <laughs> he does all right. <laughs> That's my would you rather's for this week, boys. Thanks, um, Now, Baz's bake. Nah. Uh, Righto, righto, boys. This hurts me, this one. This hurts me. You're not I, happy? No, I'm not happy, boys. I'm not happy. And I'll tell you why, right? I, I love my Adelaide Crows. I, I, you know, born out of the 10 SNFL clubs. My dad was, you know, Sturt trainer. Uh, Mum took me to the Nord 84 grand final. I love my SNFL and therefore my Adelaide Crows. I love them. I had Crows 92 on my number plates back in the day. But I'm going to have to bake them. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bake them, okay? And the reason why I have to bake them, boys, is just how can you have McGovern, Lever, Cameron, Dangerfield, Gunston, Tippett, Bock, Davis? <gasps> it's just ridiculous how many players we've lost. And unless you admit that there's a problem, you cannot face it, okay? If you've got a pokey addiction, unless you can... Which, just that was just by chance. <laughs> unless you can admit it, well, then you, you don't know there's a problem. And I don't think the Crows admit that they've got a problem there. We cannot lose that many players and still be a competitive team. There is something rotten at the club, and I think the silence is deafening from our leaders. Fagan and Rob Chapman have given zilch this week, and I wonder what their motive is for staying silent. Um, yesterday, we had two more assistant coaches that left, Josh Josh Franco and uh, Tate Kayser left. But for a club with 97,000 members, we need face... We need and we demand to know what the hell was going on in our club. Mm. Why are our players leaving? Why is the media presence so poor? Why do players choose rivals over us? Motlop, uh, Rockcliffe, which probably... Polak did it as well. Polak did it as well. Frio, West Coast, Port... They don't lose players. You know, it, it, I'm not sure what's going on there, but we talk about what a great club it is and we get 50,000 supporters there and why wouldn't you want to play there? But... I know this doesn't add up to me, and I just want to know why players are leaving. And I think when when we ask, when the media asks the players, they're going, "Oh, we don't know. You know, I'm not sure. He's a great guy, but it doesn't seem to add up to me." Uh, Funky, what, what's your thoughts, mate? It's been such a fascinating content this week, all about the crows, isn't it? About why they're leaving, 
the, the silence this week has been mm. pretty remarkable. I actually compare the silence. I think Kane Corns came up with a great point. He compared Port and the Crows, which is an easy comparison to make. And SA footy, Port were all over the media and the Crows were very silent. Um, I actually read another tweet this week saying that anyone that puts Bock in that list of people who have left is like, you know, it was like he's been retired for five years, so we don't put Bock in that list. Yeah. The other thing with the Crows is they, this year, have retained some outstanding footballers. So Sloan, Douglas and Seedsman and Lynch are four absolute guns. If if um, more than one of them or less, I'd say it would have been a, a horrendous year for the Crows. They're the ones that you had to retain. When it becomes someone like um, McGovern who walks out, then then you bring in the names of Tate Kaysler. If Tate Kaysler left by himself, no one would have talked about it at all. So I think we have retained some absolute guns. Mm. I think the Mitch McGovern thing t- tells more about McGovern than it does about the Crows. He signed a three-year deal 12 months ago. Three months later, he wants out. So it, Why, though? We but, don't know why. But, but there's always the stories that he was tossing up before he signed, and then he mm. signed before the final series. We all know that he did his hamstring, didn't play finals, didn't play in the grand final. Um, so it clearly had nothing to do with the camp even before that because all his doubts were coming prior to that. I, I am a bit concerned about the direction. I thought that under under Walsh we were changing that that stigma about the footy club and becoming an authentic footy club. I'm really concerned about this ignorance towards the supporters that our administration is doing at the moment is um, p- pushing it back in our face. Why don't they leave from Geelong? Why don't they leave from Collingwood? They don't, the, the good players don't leave from there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there's something that has to be uncovered or admitted to that there's an issue. I, th- I think it's, it's going to go on for a fair while, mm. but um, I, I think the other thing that sort of comes out from the Crows is that if you've got a contract... It can you can leave your contract. So Ch- Charlie Cameron's left his contract. Josh mm. Franco's left his contract. Mitch McGovern's left his contract. So if I'm Rory Sloan and if I've got a five-year contract in front of me, I'm in Lynch, and if I'm hedging my bets in a couple of years, I know the Crows are going to release me. Um, I saw from I think it was Brisbane this week that there was uh, Dane Beams. Uh, Beams. He's got a he's definitely going back to Victoria. He's got two years left. Brisbane mm. Footy Club came out and said. He's staying his contract. He's a contracted player. So I think it needs a firm... He'll probably end up going, but that's the hard line. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot like the Gibbs trade Yeah, earlier. so I would, I would really like to see that at the footy club and uh, some transparency as well. The, the one thing they talked about is the review of the footy club and whether it's going to be internal or an external stakeholder review, essentially. Um, Fagan's come out um, prior to this week and backed his personnel before the review even happens. So how transparent is it actually going to be and how crucial is those conversations going to be when he's already said I back the people that are there that's my concern very good good bait Baz good bait thank you mate and that would have that would have hurt you to bait it did your hurt own. you mate I'll probably struggle to sleep tonight but it's alright <laughs> now you got part two I do have part two and I thought after the all Australian team we, we laud our stars and stuff we say all the good blokes but on the opposite side to that there's also the ship blokes, all right? There's also the team of wankers. So <laughs> what I thought I'd do is give you the all-Australian team of wankers. wankers. Okay, so we start on the forward line, and top wanker and bloke that you wouldn't really like to have a beer with, Stephen Milne, forward pocket. Good pick. Happy with that? Happy with that. Congratulations, okay. Milne. <laughs> <laughs> Full forward, ultimate wanker. Like, this is a terrible bloke. 
Warwick Kappa. No, he, he's a great bloke. Oh, you like oh, him? Oh, he's a great bloke. Oh, really? Of, of he's a great bloke. What, tell you how good he is? He's a great bloke. Oh. You couldn't stand a minute in the room with Warwick no, Kappa? No, but oh. I think he's a genuine good bloke. If you, This is how I pick a wanker or a good bloke. Could you have a beer with him? That's what, how I pick it. Hayden Ballantyne. He plays a free eh? probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next bloke, half forward, half forward flank, is uh, Jake Stringer. Yeah. Yep. Happy with that? Yep. Happy with that. Centre half forward, probably a bit biased here, Charlie Dixon. <laughs> Just always angry. <laughs> What's the belt, yeah? Uh, Harley Bennell, probably not a great bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, centre line, Jason Akermanis. Okay, anyone that tells uh, the opposition that their teammates' ribs are broken before a grand final, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not a great bloke. Yeah. He um, qualifies. In the centre, Daniel Chick. Yep. Probably not a great bloke, doesn't go to reunions. Uh, yeah, there's some other stuff going on there, <laughs> <laughs> which Funky Baz and Face need legal advice on. Yep. Uh, Toby Green on the on the other wing, probably a good player, but maybe not a great bloke. Uh, Halfback flake, one of the worst blokes going around, Harry O. <laughs> Harry Ola Bumbo. Uh, yeah, a couple this, of clubs. Yeah, yep. no, not some, not a great form there. Uh, half back Nathan Bock uh, issues there with uh, some paraphernalia and. Uh, Here's anyway. the one that you said that you didn't want to lose from your uh, footy club. But but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, go. Uh, half back flake pretzel uh, man uh, Brendan Goddard. <laughs> yeah. Pretzel. Yeah, yeah. knocked over the pretzels in the change rooms. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't like that. Yeah. A bit of waste. Yeah. Uh, Full back line, Will Minson. Yeah, he qualifies. Terrible Absolutely. bloke. Terrible bloke. He could, yeah. be, he could be first ruck, Will Yeah, Minson. terrible bloke. Uh, full back, Brian Lake. He, he's a funny yeah. guy. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Uh, he used to be called Brian Harris. He did. And uh, former Woodville West Torrens junior. Um, he's on Survivor at the moment, Brian Lake. Very uh-huh. good. And yeah. um, the worst 10 push-ups I've ever seen. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. Uh, Carlisle uh, from St Kilda. Yeah. First name? Jake. Jake. Thank you. Uh, and then... In the ruck, uh, we have uh, well. In the actually, I don't remember that one. But we've got in, uh, in the rover, that, right? uh, Joel Selwood. Sorry, boys, I just don't like that. The, the shrugging <laughs> the, just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. He's probably a good bloke off the field, but on the field, I just he gets yeah. a mention in the toy. Uh, now on the bench, we've got uh, Gary Ablett. Don't like oh, him. Oh, you've gone again. Yeah, gone again. Yeah, Chad Corns. Oh, even your mum's disappointed. Chad Corns, yeah. mate. Uh, Tommy Hawkins. Sorry, boys. Oh, what's that talking? I agree, hundred. Thank you, Bryce. Oh. Thank you, Bryce. Uh, Kane Corns. The Corns have doubled oh, agree, up there. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, I, sh- I should, have, should have grey in there too. <laughs> he should uh, be in the middle. Oh, uh, Lawrence Angwin. Lawrence Angwin, you're still money from your teammates in the change rooms. That's you got good. Nicole Corns in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coach uh, Chris or Brad Scott, you take your pick. Angry boys. Uh, and uh, umpire is Razor Ray. Yeah. And what else have we got? Um, the sports scientist, Stephen Dank. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Face, can we... Um... Print out that on. We'll tweet that out this week. There yep. was missing a ruckman, so obviously ruckman. Are, yeah, we need a ruckman. Yeah, yeah. Ruckman. maybe ruckman. our brothers and sisters can submit their ruckman nomination yes. uh, into our wankers uh, team. Yep, Very wankers. Good. That was all right, Baz. What well mate. What do you got, Face? Uh, so, Face's tweet of the week today, boys. First of all, shout out to Radelaide Rob, who uh, got onto the start of Rowie and Bix program five double A tonight through one of his tweets, even. Bix himself, the uh, pride of two-time, uh, got on Twitter and responded to Radelaide Robs. Good on you, Radelaide Robs. Clearly, your Twitter profile is um, is expanding as we speak. Uh, contender one all around the Ticketek fiasco this week. So Titus O'Reilly's had an absolute um, field day. Field day. Field day. Thank you. Um, with that, so the first tweet he's got a couple here. AFL Shores fans at all corporates and sponsors have secured finals tickets. Ticketek once again surprised people. 
uh, actually want to purchase tickets, Ticketek offer apology, which you can print out at home for $8.50. That, that, was, that, that was gold. <laughs> and this is a bit of a picture tweet, but uh, with the picture of a Commodore 64 sitting in the background, he said, a look inside Ticketek's operations centre, which they are working hard to fix things. Very nice. Very Contender nice. number two comes from the Geelong Advertiser. It reported earlier in the week that Joel Self, uh, Selwood, the ducker himself, got engaged on the weekend. Uh, they were saying, what a weekend for Selwood. He got engaged and he's leading his team into the finals. Miss Clooney, who is a Hot Pies 4, said, are you sure Selwood got engaged? I think he just stuck down and these misses thought he was proposing. Very good. I like that. That's, That's very good. Uh, contender number three, I'm going all the way to Green Bay, Green Bay Packerland in America, boys. Uh, 34-year-old Aaron Rodgers, who's the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, agreeing to a four-year extension on his contract worth more than $183 million. Uh, so he shatters all the records for the highest earning deal in American footy. As a result, they will pay him an equivalent of $400,000 per day, four hundred grand per day for the next 200 days of his contract. And that's just the start. Amazing money. No funny things. That's just a, <laughs> a stat about cash. The great Daryl Hicks from the Central District Football Club had a story every day about the Green Bay Packers and Vince Lombardi to be the absolute coach. Um, I think some of the Central's boys would absolutely love everything about Vince Lombardi. Daryl Hicks used to have a saying, tomorrow, boys, you're going to come up and you hear Vince Lombardi time, which meant you had to be 15 minutes early before you actually yeah, got right. there as part of the routine. Green Bay Packers, the smallest team to beat everybody. Loved his cold right. showers too. Uh, loved his cold showers. You've got 10 seconds. Tell us a bit, little bit about his cold showers. He, he would, on purposely, every day... Have cold shower and why? Because it made him. If he could do that, he could do anything. I always think of that when I put my warm shower on. Yeah. That I should toughen up and have a cold shower. It's one of the great um, ways to motivate yourself for a day. Yeah. Do you remember the um, Jerry Maguire movie in that? Um, the mentor, Dicky Fox. Mm. Yep. Who was the guy behind the decks? Daryl Hicks is the Dicky Fox. He is. He's got yeah. all the sayings. I wake up and clap yeah, my hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I get up and say, "Today is going to be a great day." day. <laughs> so Daryl Hicks is that sort of man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He'd be, he'd be great to have on the funky person face. He'd be very, very because good. He's yeah. very positive. He is. Uh, in relation to McGovern being the next crow to leave the crow's nest, the contender number four comes from Ben Page. Uh, he gave a Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom reference this week when one of the lords holds up the beating heart of one of his slaves. <laughs> he is placed into the fiery pit. And he, Ben Page tweeted out the crow's seasonal sacrifice that the footy gods have commenced. <laughs> and he tweeted out McGovern, Lever, Cameron, Dangerfield, Gunston, Tippett, Davis have all gone. So very, very good. Thank you, Benny. Uh, contender number five, you've got my winner there, Funky, in the back there somewhere, mate, uh, on your notes. Contender number five uh, comes from the Crows and Carlton game on Saturday night from Mark Ryan. Now, his Twitter handle is at BeautifulBogan. I'm not sure there's a bigger... Uh, I'm not sure what Beautiful Bogan actually uh, works in the real world, but uh, he goes, with the amount of players Adelaide and Carlton have traded over the last few years, this game is more of an eternal trial than anything else, and really that scoreline probably reflected that. Mm. Uh, faces uh, Tweet of the I'm Week. I'm looking forward to this one. This, is, this should yeah. be good. Tweet of the Week actually comes from Todd Davey, who was a contender last year, boys, uh, last week. He's won this week. He says, five things more reliable than Ticketek's website. Five things more reliable. Number one, Port Adelaide with a lead late in the game against West Coast. Like it, like Very it. Good. Number two, Mitch McGovern's moustache. Yes. Number three, Collingwood's fitness staff, and probably put Adelaide in that as well. Yeah. Number four, Carlton's recruiting department. And number five... 
Five Things More Reliable on Ticketek's website, Joe Danaher in front of the big sticks. Yes. yes. And he thanks Todd J. Davey win at the Faces Tweet of the Week. What, you do, think, what do you get for that first? Do you think Todd Davey was motivated, the fact that he was runner-up for Funky Baz and Face? He was. One of our very prevalent, t- Todd, during the week, I've noticed, and so uh, he enjoyed his mention. thought about it really clearly. He thought, I want to be uh, number one. He wants to be number one. Well, congratulations, you have. Thanks, boys. Boys, in the car... It's been good. Um, it's getting misty foggy. and foggy yeah. and very... <laughs> Possums around us and bats and... Uh, warm in here. Mum and Dad have had a... Uh, I think they've... They're still s- awake. Semi-enjoyed <laughs> it. I've, I've been poking Bryce every couple of minutes to make sure he's awake. Um, good night, though. Good night, though, boys. And, um, yeah, we look forward to the finals coming up. We've got some uh, interview interviews coming up. Yeah, we've got we? Patrick Keane coming up to uh, preview the amateur league finals and also talk about the Sample finals coming up as well. So looking forward to that. Very good. All right. Thanks, thanks, Face. Thanks, thanks, thanks Faz. Well done, boys. Well done. Great effort. See you, guys.